0: Welcome to The Family with...
1: Doug though
0: And Andy Brent bernard And we'll be right back, kick things off with The Family. You gonna do a live?
1: Why not? I'm here, you're here. here. Exactly. So, I was doing some prep work for Car Selling Secrets because we don't have a guest, so I'm reading all these stories, and there's so much changing, a lot of it's about... You know, General Motors is going to stop selling uh, internal combustion vehicles in 12 years. And so I went on our website, and under inventory, we have a special section for electric-only cars. And we'll talk about this later in Car Selling Secrets. But there are just some, some phenomenal deals on used electric cars. Here's a test question for you, Tom. We've got a 2012 Nissan Leaf SL, which I think means it has leather interiors for those really groovy, you know, high class uh, tree huggers. Original MSRP is $38,270. It's got 45,000 miles on it, so it's an 8-year-old Leaf. 45,000 miles. Guess what the selling price is now. Originally it was 38 grand.
0: 42 grand.
1: What? It's five grand. (laughs) And then there's another 13 right next to it. It's an electric Focus. And I've known that. I've known some people that have bought used electric cars because the market on them is terrible. That's a hell of a lot of car for the money. So we'll be talking about it more. But if you're looking for... car for a kid or whatever and now the you know the first generation leaves in the winter i will be completely straight with everybody not the greatest range they'll get about 60 miles in the uh, winter time on a full charge but for a lot of us you know as i drive less and less they're starting to become attractive so if you're interested in electric vehicles we've got new and used ones go to Walzer.com, hit inventory and at the very bottom it says electric cars
0: Walzer automotive group Walzer.com.
1: Yeah, it's um, 16 and dropping rapidly after five oh, inches yeah. of snow.
3: It's going to be minus 20 in about oh, two yeah. days. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Stay there, Tony oh, boy. Days? <laughs> hey,
3: exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, i got a, I got a bunch of stuff to take care of and whatever, and we'll just keep moving forward. You know what I mean? I do. I sure do. Yeah, it all works out. God, what is this now? Ted Cruz is battling movie stars now? What <laughs> I, What in the hell is wrong with people?
1: He seems like a weird cat to me. I, I kind of weird. He just, yeah, he
3: does. Well, who isn't in, in, uh, in oh, D.C. Yeah. these days? Who's the least crazy politician we have right now?
1: I don't know, but he grew his God. hair out and grew in a beard and attempted to it look some look hip and with it. He just looks like... yeah. I don't know. He's been in restraints in a mental hospital and couldn't shave. <laughs> yeah,
0: it
3: does not look good. I understand.
0: Senator Ted Cruz has often said that The Princess Bride is its favorite movie, but star Carrie Elwes has made it clear that he's about as fond of the senator as character Wesley of the uh, is of the lone, loathsome Prince Humperdinck. The British actor slammed the Republican on Wednesday after Cruz claimed in an interview that the, uh, the fact rabid environmentalists like Thanos are often movie villains with somehow proof that the view of the left is that uh, people are a disease. Oh, I, I don't have much of an argument for that. I do think these upper-crust politicians and tech people, I think they do think that we're a disease. I
3: would say so. I
0: really, they, they, I mean, they treat us like dirt. How crooked is the system that we have people like this running the show? What is that?
1: Right? Yeah, I know, I get it. I've been I've been trying to stay away from politics for a couple of weeks i needed a break because i it was like i had an, uh, the world's worst ice cream headache but then oh, when they, yeah. this gal from georgia that thinks that jews have a space ray that sets forest fires what i'm like t- <laughs> what is that i you couldn't I'm make so it up right serious, if, if i know. Wrote, if monty python wrote that in a the skit they'd all look at him and go yeah that's stupid then we're not going to put that on tv
0: yeah there's no way that you would go oh yes i understand what you're saying now like what? <laughs> so, so she said that the Jews have lasers. that uh, start They
1: control fires. a laser beam. I don't know. You'd have to look up the exact quote, oh, Andy. God, it's another exciting episode of Andy looks up stuff on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. It's exactly right. It's just it's, I don't know what to tell you. Here we are. It'll andy's he's tracking it
0: down. That's all right. We can talk about other things yeah. until you find it. I'm just looking at some of the headlines. My God, I, I just... Robber skips registers, takes chicken and waffles. <laughs> okay. Mm. Well, there you go.
1: Pot legal state, um, apparently.
0: Now, Doug, you worked in, in uh, you know corporate America pretty much your whole life. Well, kind of, year.
1: if you consider Paul Walzer yeah. a corporation. Interestingly enough, he is a great... Has a great business mind, but because he wasn't formally educated that way, he always thought that real corporate people were smarter than us. And so we would bring him in from the outside and we'd go, this guy's a dope. Well, but yes, I did, I did work at the corporate level for a while.
0: I mean, five CEOs have either been fired or quit this week what the hell is going on well they you got jeff bezos they, is stepping down
1: they whacked the guy that was the ceo of parlor i think because he was trying to be yep. a little moderate right yep he wasn't yeah, he wasn't so. conspiratorial enough apparently for that platform
0: and then there's two guys here one of the nation's few black ceos is stepping down CNN Chief Jeff Zucker got fired, but they say, here's what I like. They fired him, and it says, CNN Chief Zucker, uh, Chief Jeff Zucker, makes announcement on his exit. Yeah, I got your exit swinging. You're, he is one of the worst people I've ever talked to in my life. He is not a nice person.
1: You ever talked to him? No, I have not. God, I tell you.
0: Uh CNN president Jeff Zucker has ended the speculation about whether he's in or out. He plans to remain as post through the end of the year but not to renew his contract after that reports the New York Times. The 55-year-old informed staffers on a call today, "I cannot imagine not being here right now," said Zucker on the call, addressing rumors that he might step down early this year, "but when 2020 wraps up, I do expect to move on." Well, you could, They just said yesterday on National News that he was going to get fired. So apparently now he's not getting fired, he's stepping aside.
1: I found the the space ray quote, if you want to hear it. Oh, okay. uh, This is two years ago, and she was talking about California wildfires, and she says, you know, forests don't just catch fire, you know. Rather, the blazes had been started by PG&E in conjunction with the Rothschilds using a space laser in order to clear room for a high-speed rail project.
0: Well, she never said Jews had space. Well, yeah, the Jewish there. thing is a bit
3: of a stretch. I well, would the say. Rothschilds. That's a big. Stretch. A lot of people yeah, don't but... like the Rothschilds, not because they're <laughs> they Jewish. Also...
0: Well, yeah, they are. There's
3: some horrible people. I mean, if I you think. said, you know, Zucker. Well, Zuckerberg is Jewish too. Bill Gates. What if you said Bill Gates did it? Does that make you anti whatever the hell he is? Anti Catholic. What is he?
0: Now, that's a stretch with the Jewish laser thing.
1: That's, okay, look, but the she thinks that they're started by a laser beam in space. Let's well, leave yes, us the whole is. religious part of it.
3: That's the part that you should be worried about. Not the fact I that she name-dropped the Rothschilds, because everyone's name-dropping everything.
0: Yeah, true. yeah, they are. That's true. I, I, you, you sure she was just being a sarcastic jerk? Well,
3: what she said is, she, well, she thinks that, so what happened is apparently they put some solar... Generators into space to collect the sun's energy and then beam it back to Earth. I don't know if that's actually true or not. I kind of doubt it because it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But what she thinks happening is... What, because is,
1: the planet's surrounded by solar energy already?
3: <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like... Well, I mean, I technically being in space would cut down on the interference of the atmosphere, but it, it wouldn't be worth it, I don't think. But, hey, it could be a thing, space solar generators, maybe. But basically, she says that they were trying to transmit that energy back into transmitters on Earth, but instead they missed, and they hit the forest, and they burned it down. Oh, for God's sake. Which doesn't make any sense. Not at all. Makes no sense at all. Yeah, no.
1: But it's not boring.
3: It's certainly not boring. She has a very tenuous Mm. grasp of how uh, energy transmission works, I think, is... The most mild way you could put that. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So, yeah. You know, so she never did say Jewish ladies. No Rothschilds. That's
1: what
3: but she said. might not even know they are Jewish. I didn't know they were Jewish. Huh? Well, exactly. I just knew she it might was some even know rich family. I don't even know what they do.
0: That's the other thing. There's the truth and there's my version of the truth, there's your version yeah. of the truth, and it's all the truth. It's like, no, not at all. Look, I'm not defending this psychopath at no, all. She's clearly <laughs> dumb as hell. But Jesus, everybody just would you calm now, I have to ask you guys a question, Andy, and, you know um, this is before you were born, but Doug and, and you know
1: other you old were people. A
0: kid. You were a kid when this happened, but after JFK got assassinated and then, you know, it, there was all the burning and the, the neighborhoods burned down and then Martin Luther King Jr. was shot to death and then about 15 other people were shot, some of them dead, some of them not, and blah, blah, And then about seven years later it began, uh, let's say 1975, 1968, 69 was a tough road to hoe. Most of the, most of the burning came in 67, 68, and some in 69. But um, it just seems to me that that this whole deal might, I'm hoping, like by 2030, we'll be back to it. Because comedy blew up in 1980. Uh, movies got much better. Entertainment got much better. People started taking chances again. So I'm hoping all of this strife and hate and all the stuff we're going through right now... Um, Maybe six, seven, eight years from now, we can get back to what the '80s turned out to be. That would be very nice.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I hadn't thought about that. That was the big resurgence of the comedy scene in the in the country.
0: That's true. Absolutely, it was. Absolutely, it was. So, I mean, I don't. (laughs) You're already getting hammered, Dougie. Of course I am. Why not? Joe from Louisville. What kind of bullshit host is Sprintthol? You can't even get a guest for
1: his podcast.
0: (laughs) He went right after
1: you, baby. Thanks to our only listener.
0: (laughs) Yeah, our only (laughs) listener right now. Our only listener, he's out there, he's floating in the mist somewhere. But yeah, so that's what I'm hoping, Andy, for for your generation, is what happened when I was, you know, about your age, is all of a sudden all that strife and the hatred and the murders and the shooting and the burning everything down gave birth to even better comedy, even better movies, even better music. The music got really good again, because the 70s was not the greatest period for, for music, except... You know, they broke out disco, which was all about celebration. So, you know, that was nice. So I'm hoping that's what will happen, is a couple more years of this, and then maybe we can settle down and live our lives again.
1: You think? Well, that's a hopeful uh, wish. I hope you're right. I like to be hopeful, too. But I don't know that I'd put a ton of my own savings on that. No.
0: Well, I understand. You know, there's (laughs) always
1: the possibility that we look back on this as going... I ah, remember the good old days when we only had to worry about COVID?
3: Yeah. Yeah, is
0: that's about... Yeah, well, I'm hoping it's not going to be, oh, my God, can you imagine if that's it? Ugh. Yeah. That would not be good. I'm just telling you, that would not be good. Yeah, the more I the more I look at the news, the more I see CEOs getting fired or stepping down, it just... Uh, what would be the
1: reason why now? Well, it's probably all different. I think Jeff Bezos maybe just got... Maybe he's tired. I mean, it's... You might not like him, but the guy has really built something pretty amazing. I'm not Life a worst. fan of everything that – well, when you, you go – he went from selling books online to dominating oh, retail. No, no. I mean, oh,
0: Bezos you are talking yeah. about. I'm sorry. I, 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 yeah, I'm yeah, screwed. yeah.
1: Sorry. I don't, maybe I didn't pronounce it right. But So no, maybe no, no, he's no. just tired fault. and wants to step down and let somebody else run it for a while. I mean, that's – you know, Steve Jobs did that. Bill Gates did that, what, 10 years ago? Mm-hmm you think it
0: might be the fact that he tried to keep $67.1 million of tip money from his drivers?
1: That yeah, could be. <laughs> a guy like that that's pocket it, change. That's yeah. true. Well, you know, know, he but, probably yeah. makes that every six months in his yeah. TCF pass card account.
3: Yeah. Uh, Even know if it would be true. worth it for him to bother. Probably true. Yeah, you're right.
0: It probably wouldn't even be worth a, a $67.1 million. But for some reason, the company kept it and didn't give it to the drivers, which I don't really understand.
1: Well, you know, my my brief stint driving Uber a couple winters ago, that was always the uh, theory there. And Uber got caught doing it once or twice as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yep. Because
1: there's two things at play. You know, there are everybody says I'll tip you in the app, which is... Uh, Probably half the people are just lying through their teeth, <laughs> quite honestly. Yeah. But a lot of people yeah. do, and then yeah. it wouldn't show up, and, and it's just odd. So Really? Yep. So it went right to the company? Well, you know, they control everything, and that was always... They, I, I do yeah. believe they got caught doing that in New York a few years ago, so I don't
0: know. Yeah, they did. I do remember that happening. Holy God, I'm looking at the uh, weather radar right now. You guys did get some snow this morning, didn't oh, you? Oh, Yeah man. That's all I have to say is man. Stardust rain
1: then we got half a foot of snow and now it's getting windy and then it'll be cold. Mm -hmm. Oh God. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to smoke wings and watch the Super Bowl on Sunday. It's going to be 15 below. I think that'll be a perfect day to do that. (laughs) Is it really? Yeah.
3: It's going to be very cold.
0: Um, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Boy, that's a tough one to choose right there.
1: Should be exciting. I doubt it'll be a low-scoring game, right? Well,
0: that's, that's interesting because Bob Sansphere came on the KQ Morning Show yesterday and said that very thing. He said, man, that over-under is awfully low for these two quarterbacks. What is it? Do you know, Tom? I think he said it was like 52 or something like that, 53, somewhere in that, in that area. Yeah, it does seem he, thinks he thinks they're both going to score over 30 points easily. But they are good quarterbacks. There's no doubt about that.
1: Well, and they both have the ability to put big points up in clutch time. You know, in the last four minutes of a game. So, and I'm clearly probably one of the worst football fans in the world. But at least I know that. You're bad at that too. I'm bad at a lot of things. I never played football, and maybe that's why I don't get it. (laughs) Right. Although I must say I've probably been to I don't know six or seven Vikings games in my life. And when you get really good seats, it's amazing how fast and physical that game is. It just doesn't come through on TV the way it does in real life. It's it's stunning right. how fast those guys are.
0: No doubt about it. we got to take a break. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Right up to this with the family.
1: Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine.
0: Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me. That's me rocking out. Off, yep. Off time again, huh?
1: Yep, that's right. Behind the beat.
0: I really wish it wouldn't happen like that. That's that's unfortunate. Sad but true, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, every, every place I've been uh, to CNN, I've been to Fox, I've been to Newser, I'm now in the Wall Street Journal, and everyone... Merck's Kenneth Frazier to retire as CEO. There's another one. Really? There's Jeff Bezos ex. Yeah, that's six of them now in, in the past couple of days mm. that have announced their retirement. Man, that's What is going on?
1: That is weird, isn't it? It really Sounds is. Sounds like a, a movie plot where they probably all were implanted <laughs> with microchips and they're turning into robots or something.
0: Who knows? Probably true. Probably true. I, I, do you think it has something to do with, hey, you know, uh, now's it just a good time to get out because they see the crash coming? Well, there is going to be a huge economic crash, isn't there? I don't know about That's that. That's what I take from this. That's what I'm taking from this. These guys are getting out just before the whole damn thing caves in.
1: You know, I was talking to, I started using a... Uh uh, investment manager a few years ago because I, 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 I always managed it myself and I did pretty well but I just missed some basic stuff and he happened to call yesterday and we were talking about the market and he says there's so much money sitting on the sidelines right now as soon as the, the COVID thing when people feel confident about resuming a somewhat normal life he thinks it's going to be off to the races I, I don't know if he's right but I hope, I hope he's right and I just more, don't know where we need all this money are 2% yeah, I know. That's yeah, unbelievable.
0: No, it's absolutely right. Well, Zepp was just talking about yesterday on the on the morning show that the available housing in Bozeman, Montana, right now is point oh two percent of the market. Wow! Because all the Californians are moving there, I suppose. Yep, there are a ton of them are moving there. I guess housing prices have gone through the. The average house I think selling in Bozeman, Montana, right now is like six hundred and thirty grand. Wow! And I've been to Bozeman, Bozeman, Bozeman. a few
1: times. I mean, it's a nice town, but. I don't know Not that there's special. much of a, a rich section, right? It's just kind of yeah, a western I, town. Kind of a college town, really, isn't it?
0: I believe so, yeah. the Bo- Bozeman, yeah. the university Is that uh, Montana State or I University think, of Montana? I
1: can't remember.
0: I can't either. And my friend Donnie Hoberg went there, so I can't remember if it was Montana State or University of Montana. I just don't remember. But, uh, yeah, I love Montana. Montana's a gorgeous state. There's no question about that.
1: right that One of my favorite things about working for the Walsers, is they used to have this. they called it a cabin. It was a six bedroom five thousand square foot home and a private ski area on the backside of Big Sky. And as a manager, you could sign up and rent it for a week. You had to pay a hundred and ten bucks for the cleaning fee. Oh God, it was so nice
3: right i'm sure
1: and then they sold that place and bought a place up the hill uh, in the yellowstone club which is even more exclusive and that's where all the super rich people hang out
3: right right Not just those filthy where... regular rich
1: no oh, it's like bill gates <laughs> and those kind of people mm-hmm.
0: it's what's his face the actor uh he's got a place there what the hell's his name Actor, got huh? a couple of places up in the mountains. Oh, God, the ball guy used to be, oh, he was on Moonlighting. Bruce Willis. Oh, Bruce Willis. Oh. Oh, Bruce Willis. Andrew yeah, was telling me, me they've too.
1: got a big rec center there, and he was out skiing, and his kids were younger, and he went t- they were hanging out at the rec center, and he went to pick them up, and there was a dodgeball game going on, a bunch of 10-, 11-, and 12-year-olds, and then about a 45-year-old guy who's was just winging people and taking all these kids out. It was Phil Mickelson. <laughs>
0: What a shock. (laughs) What a shock, ladies and gentlemen. You know, you're talking about the ages of athletes. It kind of shocked me this morning because it snuck up on me, I think. Lawrence Taylor, right? Yeah. Former New York Giant. You know that he's 62 years old now? I can't believe that he's... That was over, what, 30 years ago we're talking. Well, MJ has to be 60,
1: isn't he? Michael Jordan? He's got to be just either side, I I think.
0: I would think so, absolutely.
1: Michael Jordan is
3: 57.
1: 57. Okay, sorry, Mike. Yeah, so there you go.
3: Just a kid. He'll get over it. He'll
1: get over
0: it. There's no question. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but in any case, so we just... uh, um, Apparently, we're slogging ahead with the uh, the COVID-19, where uh, every all the CEOs are stepping. Down. Would I be the CEO of this could I just step down from the podcast? Sure. Bernard, CEO of the podcast, steps down. What do you think?
1: I'm sure that'll be big news in the Seven County Mosquito Control District.) <laughs>
0: <laughs> Outside of that, probably not much probably, there.
1: Probably wouldn't be much of a ripple. Eh, you
0: probably, you might be right about that. You know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, honest to God, I am. I'm hopping from site to site to site, and all I see is CEOs stepping down or getting fired. Man, something's happening.
1: Well, next week it's all going to be the impeachment trial, right? Doesn't that start? Yes, it is. Oh, God. Tuesday they or Wednesday or something. Them?
0: So they're going to piss away another 70, 80, $90 million bucks on nothing. Yep.
1: Let me ask you this: What do you? Because unless I'm wrong, and I admit to being wrong a lot, there's no way he's going to get convicted. I don't think so. They don't have the vote. So what no, is the strategy? No. I don't. I don't get
0: it. I,
3: Great question. I'm
0: right. I'm shoulder to shoulder with you, Pally. I don't have any idea what the hell they're even thinking. I, I got no idea. Seriously, I, I, what is the strategy? They can't he's a private citizen. You can't impeach him. He's a private citizen. Well, is he you know, not? Th-
1: that could I, I don't you it's a you it's a disc jockey asking a used car salesman for legal advice. Um, disc jockey probably man. better go on Facebook and just go for, go with some higher power but I, I think it, from is. what I understand it's a technical enough question that could wind up in front of the Supreme Court.
3: It might, yeah. Can you impeach a president who's no longer the president? Yeah.
1: Nope. You I don't cannot. think you
3: can. It doesn't make any sense. The impeachment just... is not a criminal trial. It's a trial to get rid of a president. So impeaching someone who's not a president doesn't make any sense whatsoever.
0: At all. Why don't they just censor him and be done with? Censure him, you're done. That's it. I mean, is it, why are they so, and it's Pelosi that's hung up on not letting him run for president again. Why would she care about that? I don't know. You already, you already beat him once. Why can't you beat him again?
1: The only thing that I can think is if the strategy is to demonstrate that there's a lot of Republican centers that, despite what happened, would not vote to yeah. impeach him is going to hurt mm-hmm. their re-election chances in 22 and whenever they come up for election again. That's the only kind of conniving strategy that I can think of would be behind it. And, and that's the way they think. I mean, this isn't just Nancy Pelosi they're yeah, all like is. that. And Mitch McConnell, who I can't stand, but I'll give him credit for being a pretty sharp political operative. I mean, he can, <laughs> the stuff that he got done in the last 10 years, I'm like, wow, Mitch, I, I don't know how you pulled that off, but
0: well, he's but they're all like bag that as the rest of them. Yeah. yeah, they're all like that. It's everything's fixed. But I mean, don't you think I, I was talking about this yesterday cuz you know, probably stirred a little pot yesterday cuz I went on the show and I said, "Okay, I I've, I've had enough of the whole deal with Mike Lindell being the devil and blah blah blah. He's a friend of mine, and I'm not going to stand by and watch this happen." I said, "Yes. Mike like me is nuts. I understand that. I got no problem with it. I'm just like he is. I got that quirky personality or whatever." But why didn't, and this is a good question for you, because you've been around this your whole life. Why didn't they
1: ignore him? Because it would have just gone away if they had ignored him. I don't know. It just makes such great, you know, if you look at it as the news stations, once they get rid of the fair and balanced uh, mm-hmm. doctrine in the 90s, they've turned yeah. into entertainment yep. platforms that are selling yeah, advertising. He's such, a, he's such a big target. I mean, they can't pass yeah, he it he is. And I, you know, I, you're—I you're, don't know him that well. I've met him maybe half a dozen times and talked to him a little bit. Right. I, I personally, I was a little concerned about him when he started talking about the end of times. I mean, that's kind of crazy talk. I know. I just like I man, understand. I hope he's not going around the bend somehow. And, and you know, he supported the president, and all more power to him for that. But there did seem to be it. There was a time, and I'm like, well, I'm just watching this on the news, so you got to take that with a grain of salt.
3: But yeah.
1: I don't know. That's that's up there with crazy talk. That's like Jewish people with space lasers setting force on fire. It's
0: Rothschilds. It's not Jewish people. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have a dog in this fight, but I, you know, I was, I just said, and I said literally on the air, I said, I don't care if I get fired for defending Mike Lindell. I don't care. I cannot stand by and watch a friend of mine get kicked in the nuts over and over, whether he's nuts or he's Quirky, or he's goofy, or whatever it is. I have watched that man dig into his pockets and spend millions yep, to help people I, he, he doesn't good. have. He's to got help.
1: the philanthropic heart, he's employed a lot yep, of people. His, his rise yep. from just the gutter is a pretty astonishing story. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of, things, a lot of boxes that he checks that I really enjoy. It just, you know, mm-hmm. as a month or so, whenever it was, when he started talking about that on TV, I'm like, oh my, come on, man. <laughs> Anyway. No, I
0: know, I know, I understand. I understand it completely, but I, I just am not that kind of guy. Uh, you know, you could ask Catherine, you can ask Andy. Um, if somebody starts abusing the street, I can't stand there and watch it. I will go over and get involved because I can't watch somebody pick on somebody like that.
1: Speaking of, speaking do you think of it's, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Tom.
0: Just very quickly, do you think it's because of my dad and I had that? You know, the boxing matches when I was a little boy. You think that's why I can't watch it?
1: (laughs) I I don't know. I never thought about that.
0: It probably is. It's it's probably the reason that I am... Because I get really goofy about it. I mean, I really do. So it's got to have something to do with that. It's always about personal experience, isn't it? All these things that go way way in a different direction, it's always about personal experience.
3: Yeah,
1: I think that's how you measure stuff as a person, right?
0: I think so. I think that's absolutely right, but... I don't know, we'll all get a oh, I just saw a sign that says impeach Liz Cheney. What 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 did Lim, what is Liz, is well, Liz Cheney they're is that Dick mad
3: Cheney's at her wife?
1: Because, uh no, it's his daughter.
3: Uh-huh. Oh it's his daughter, okay. Yeah.
1: All right. They're mad at her because she's one of the five five or six uh Republican senators that uh want to impeach Trump. Oh, and they tried to, she's she the number like three person in the party. Well she thought that it was Sedition and terrible and shouldn't be tolerated, and, you know, it's it's her opinion, but that's why. And so the GOP went after her, but, you know, she's Dick Cheney's kid. She's got a lot of power in the, in the Republican Party.
0: Yeah, that is very, very true. See, here's what I understand, and Andy and I talked about this yesterday on this show. Uh, the U.S. Capitol was bombed by leftists in 1971. It was bombed in, by leftists again in
1: 1983, and nobody even knows it happened. Well, eighty three, wasn't it Puerto Rican Separatists? Uh
0: they listed them as
3: eighty three was know, the Weather Underground.
1: Oh, was it? Well, weather uh, Puerto Underground. Rican separatists. Go, they
3: didn't was. bomb the Capitol, but they stormed the Capitol. Okay. I think is so how it went.
0: What is the different? what's the difference with this one other than the bo- look, I don't like the fact that people were killed by these psychopaths and they should have never charged the Capitol. I'm not defending them in any way, shape or form. But how is this so much more horrible than getting bombed by the other uh, other crowd?
1: I, I don't get it. Well, if you subscribe to the idea that the president encouraged the behavior, that's what makes it worse. I now not everybody think I thinks don't that see way.
0: It. Yeah, whatever. We got to take a break and be back in a couple of minutes last segment of this and I get do I get to be the, the personal guest on Carson Yes. Yeah, baby that' be you great. Know, Here's what I think Here's what I think we Here's another do. thing
1: that you're wrong about.
0: Exactly. We'll be right back. (laughs) Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me.
1: No, I just was scrolling through Facebook and I saw her.
0: What did you see on Facebook now? Answer me.
1: I'm sorry. I just slapped the, the headphones on, or should I call them cans because I'm cool.
0: Oh, what did you find on Facebook? What now?
1: No, no, I was just, uh, I saw Cassie's post for the podcast, and I says, hey, Andy, do we have a guest? Because she's got some guy posted on here named Peter Strauss, and he went, yeah, I probably better call him right now.
0: (laughs) Oh, it's Peter Strauss? I like Peter Strauss. That's a good, that's a a bit of good news there. No question about that, ladies and gentlemen.
1: So Andy's on the Uh, phone right right now. So if you need anything looked up on the internet, you might have to do it yourself.
0: Oh my God! He was supposed to be on uh, a little earlier.
1: <laughs> it's probably a good uh, but, thing. You know, we
0: could, Sorry. Go we ahead. could have him carry over into the. We could have him carry over into the next. Uh, sure, we next can. Let's play it loose. As well. Why not? It's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah, Peter Strauss.
1: Cold and crappy uh, day. Good day to curl up by a nice warm internet connection and listen to us.
0: Absolutely, there's no question about that. What do you got, Andy?
1: Uh, he's still on the phone.
0: Oh, he's still on the phone with him. Okay. I think he's talking well, to him, though, so about. he
1: should be on in momentarily. Right and he's putting on his cans as we speak.
0: hmm. Putting on the cans, man. Yes. Is Mr. Strauss ready to go? Yes, he is. Marvelous. Peter J. Hello? Strauss, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, it's Peter J. Strauss, Strauss, Esquire. I want to point that out. Whenever I whenever I get one of those letters, they always want money from me, Peter. Do they do that to you when, <laughs> when they put Esquire well, on it?
4: That's them? true but a lot of
0: people think I'm Peter Strauss, the actor, so I don't need money. <laughs> That's right. You don't need any money. You're fine. Don't worry about a thing.
4: That's right. Peter J. am giving it all <laughs> away.
0: Peter J. Strauss, Esquire, senior partner of uh, Piero, Connor, and Strauss, a guardianship es- expert, framing Britney Spears. Why? What is what, Peter, I'm sorry to, to start here, but, but it makes me sad. What happened with Britney Spears? She had such a wonderful going. What is going on?
4: Well, maybe we'll learn a little bit about that uh, tomorrow night uh, on the uh, Hulu special documentary. It is a, a strange case, um, but it brings to us the question of why these things happen and how do we avoid it from happening to ourselves? I mean, if it could happen to famous people, in the arts and letters and politics and the business community, it could happen to any one of us. And what you saw here, she, she had a conservator appointed in 2008. That's the California name for guardianship. Some states call it conservatorship, some guardianship. It's the same thing. It involves an intervention by someone, either a family member or a state agency, often called Adult Protective Services to take over management of the personal life and financial affairs of a person who's deemed to be, quote, incapacitated, mm-hmm. meaning that they can't manage their personal decisions, where they're going to live, their health care, and their financial affairs. They can't pay their bills. They can't make their investments. They're doing foolish things with their assets. Um And uh, there's a belief that they need protection. They need uh, this intervention. And what it boils down to is a struggle between one's autonomy and the right to be free and make choices, some of which may be bad, not bad, not good, harmful to yourself, and the intervener who, you know, so it's a struggle between autonomy and paternalism. And younger people with disabilities frequently face this, particularly if they're having psychiatric issues. At the time, I understand, Brittany was in a psychiatric hospital for some treatment. And oh. therefore, at that time, her father wanted to take over her life. And that happened.
0: That does. It. How often does something like this happen to a big star? Because she was a big star at one point.
4: There are several cases that, that, uh, you know, when you do your research and, you know, Google or whatever tool you're using, you know, stars and guardianship, uh, there are quite a few. Uh, Sometimes it's because people are older and they have dementia. Yeah, it happened
1: to uh, Casey Kasem, didn't
4: it? Yes. Yep. Correct. And I forget the name of the actor offhand. For many years, he was controlled by family members. And it often happens when there's financial abuse. Financial abuse among seniors is a very serious problem. Uh, it's widespread. It could be Internet abuse. It could be banking abuse. It could be a home care aide who you trusted who takes you to the bank to withdraw $750 cash every week. Uh, and you don't understand how much you're taking out. And it, it doesn't go to buy food. It goes to buy TVs for that person. A lot of the financial abuse for the elderly is performed by family members a very high percentage believe it or not so one of the things we do in our law practice at pierre o'connor and strauss is do advanced directives we help people have powers of attorney where they appoint a trusted person to handle their finances if there comes a time they can't do it for themselves sometimes revocable trusts are better which also avoids probate problems when they die. And today, during the pandemic, particularly the probate court courts are not working so well. Um, they can sign uh, tr- trusts and a health care proxy, sometimes called a medical power of attorney, to make health care decisions. But be careful who you choose. I mean, you think the person you're appointing is trustworthy. Maybe that's not true. So. Sometimes it winds up with a guardianship. One, if you don't have those advanced directives, those protective devices, therefore the court has to appoint a guardian. And it might be a family member. It might be a stranger. And it might be a family member that you wouldn't pick. Because right. the person who applies for the guardianship may not be the one you would have put on your power of attorney.
0: Peter, why... You you know a lot more about this than me. I'm just trying to think, looking at this and how the world's going right now. What kind of person does it take to take financial advantage of a person who has some mental disability? What Who would do something like that? It's terrible.
4: An immoral, crooked person? I mean, yeah, I, you know, wow, just look around yeah. the world today. I mean, people steal. Um and family members have more opportunity than strangers. But, but it's not uncommon, you know, a person is alone, they're, they're, they're healthy, but they're lonely, they're depressed, they need companionship. And one day, in, in the garbage room in their apartment house or, or in, in town while shopping, they, they meet someone who's friendly, and the, the person offers assistance, and the relationship develops, and that's pretty soon this is, the, this is my best friend. And then all of a sudden, my best friend becomes the beneficiary of 15% of the estate. And then two years later, there's another will or trust that makes it 50%. And nobody right. knows about this. Or they get put on as, you know, joint owner of a bank account and money filters out. And if, if they're more than lonely, if they have some dementia, cognitive issues, they may not be aware of this. So... We help people set up structures to monitor their financial affairs. In the power of attorney in New York, there's a section where you can appoint the monitor. And the monitor is allowed to to look at your financial records. A lot of people say, no, 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 I don't need a monitor. My kids are fine. Well, maybe that's not true, but they are afraid to say that. They may not... Disclose that they have some concerns about their children, especially to Peter Strauss, a stranger. Yeah. So, this is a big issue. And the Britney Spears case, which is on everybody's minds, uh, and we'll, we'll know a little more after this documentary about what the investigative reporters feel, they may not be right. They may be correct. Who knows? Um, we'll have a better judgment. The Britney Spears guardianship has now been extended to September. Now, one of the things that I've been reading is that the, the present guardians I think the father, Jamie, has given up part of this control. But the current conservators say, look, we're not isolating Britney. Uh, the, the, the Free Britney movement is wrong because she's recording again, she's performing, she's handling some of her business decisions. So we, we're not over-controlling her. But doesn't that raise the question, if she's able to do all these things, why does she still need a conservator? Right. So it'll be very interesting to see this program. There's some there's some concerns that I have about what I read in the media. Now, again, you know, the media is making a story. Um, and hopefully the documentary will, <clears throat> will be factual and we'll get a better sense of what's going on. But people can come out of guardianship. Some disabilities never get better. I mean, if you have dementia caused by Alzheimer's disease, that's a steady decline. But perhaps your dementia is caused by a stroke and you get better and you have rehab and your cognitive functioning is fine and maybe the guardianship should have only been for one year and then there would be a burden of the person who started the guardianship to come back and ask the court to renew it. It depends where the judge places the burden. could be on the ward or it could be on the person who brought the proceeding every state is different guardianship in every state is
0: different yeah i would have mentioned it's probably true uh we're talking to peter j strauss ladies and gentlemen framing britney spears new documentary reveals surprising details about the pop singer's conservatorship it is uh tomorrow night at 10 p.m it's 10 p.m eastern is that correct or, or is that that's right isn't it i think
4: it's I think it's 10 p.m. Eastern. Yes, on Hulu, and I I saw perhaps one other channel, but I I didn't make a note
0: of it. FX. It's on FX as well, uh, which is a good call. Yeah, it's tomorrow, Friday, uh, February 5th at 10 p.m. on FX and streaming on Hulu. This has got to be pretty fascinating. You see somebody that got that famous that young. She's got talent. She can dance. She can sing. She's an attractive woman. Never talked to her, so I don't know, you know, how she handles life and all the rest of it. But you just, this being America, you just wouldn't think this kind of thing would happen. It's bizarre to me.
4: Well, look, uh, mental illness is, is a serious problem in America. I remember I mean, right. I'm old enough to remember when Thomas Eagleton was nominated as a vice presidential candidate, oh, and right. it came out uh, that he was he he gone into psychotherapy and he was forced to withdraw as a candidate. I
1: have an, I mean, are, I have an are, are, interesting was, footnote to that. I was getting my eyes uh, checked by an optometrist, and we started talking, and the optometrist's father was the guy that gave Eagleton shock treatments.
4: Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Interesting. So, well, everybody heard shock treatment, and they thought, boy, this guy must be a real sicko. Yeah. And back then, right. you know, right. it, it was a very serious procedure, it's, mm-hmm. uh, certainly medically better than it was then but we need to deal with the mental health problem and but is guardianship the remedy i mean you know taking away people's rights is, is a drastic remedy and and i think your listeners need to understand it could happen to any one of us you know the, at, at our law firm we really focus on advanced planning and incidentally as as an aside last year 2020 during covid we were busier than we've been in many years because we did outreach to our clients and, and our people on our contact list and said, this is not the time to procrastinate. This is the time to get in and do your planning and have these advanced directives because if you do get COVID or, or what other disease that might uh, unfortunately hit you, you need to have a structure in place so we don't have to go to court and have a guardian appointed or adult protective services sees you perhaps not functioning well, and starts the proceeding. And then right. you've totally lost control. Um, so choose those people who you would want to make decisions for you. And the other point I think is important to make is people have a right to make bad decisions. We, not, we may not like the fact that Pop is doing foolish things. But if he understands the consequences of that, if he understands that he's spending too much money betting at the window at the racetrack and what it might do to him, he has a right to do that. You you can make bad decisions. And and the quest the hard question is drawing the line between does someone understand the consequences or is that someone not able to understand? And that's where the line is. This is a pendulum. And the judges, the families, the interveners are on one end of the, pe- the swing of the pendulum, and the, the individual is at the other. And we have to we have to find that balance. There's a case in New York that really highlights this, and I'll make it very quick. This woman had a gangrenous leg. The doctors told her if she didn't have an amputation, she would die. And she said, you know what? I'm 93 years old. I've had a good life. I'm not going to live another year or seven years or whatever with luck, without a leg. I refuse. Mm-hmm. They took her to court. They had, They tried to have a guardian imposed upon her. And she testified as to what I just said. And the judge listened and said, she's not incapacitated. I'm not appointing a guardian. That If that's, if, if that's the, the quality of life she wants and she can't have it, she has a right to make that decision, which the whole world may think is wrong. I, I could live without a leg, but I understand her feeling. I mean, I'm a skier and I could live without a leg. Boy, that would be pretty bad. But we, we have to allow people, we have to respect bad decisions. Not if it's driven by psychiatric illness or incapacity, but if people truly have a preference and they understand the consequences, we've got to figure out where to draw that line and not take away Indeed. their right.
0: I love it, Peter. Peter J. Strauss, ladies and gentlemen, framing Britney Spears again tomorrow night, 10 p.m. on FX and streaming on Hulu. Uh, I love talking to you, Peter. You handle things very, very... You, you you handle yourself very well for an attorney. You know what I'm saying, Peter? <laughs>
4: so, 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 listen... If I talk English, then I, can I charge for that? I mean, or do I have to fill <laughs> up with the leave?
0: I love that. I love that, Peter. Well,
4: look, Peter, I, 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 may, maybe we'll talk again after the documentary.
0: I would love to do that, Peter. If you want to come back out, I would love to have you back next week. If you can be on, that'd be great.
4: All right. Somebody should call me, and we'll, we'll talk about it.
0: We'll get it all teed up. I will talk to you next week, Peter. Thank you, sir.
4: Thank you. It's a pleasure. Have a good weekend.
0: You too, sir. Peter J. Strauss, yeah, bring it back next week. That's a great idea. I'd love
1: to do that, don't you think? Yeah, I, I didn't know that there was a documentary. I, I might actually watch that. I mean, it sounds it sounds interesting.
0: You just want to watch that part where she shaves her head. That's what you want to watch. Oh, yeah. So you're yep. that kind of guy.
1: I remember that. How, remember that. How long? Was that 20
3: years ago? That was like 12 years, I, I think.
0: That was a long time ago, I know that. We shall take a break and be back with part two, Car Selling Secrets, Mm -hmm. with a very special guest. Yes. What do you think of that? We'll be back with the family.